What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Underdog Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Nolan Skeen, alongside Antonio Fiore, Salastrina. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Great. Excellent. Excellente. <laughs> I like it. What? What? <laughs> we always go after Antonio in the beginning. I want to keep it a tradition. First, yeah, first 30 seconds, we have, to, we have to attack you. Leave me alone. All right, so we got some football news. Huge news coming out of Europe for Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, then some baseball. Possible Mbappe move, too. Possible Mbappe move. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in soccer recently, which I think is good. Um, so, yeah. Where do we want to start? Football? Uh, foot. Unfortunately, the breaking news of J.K. Dobbins touring his ACL is... Yeah, tough news Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate for the Baltimore uh, Ravens. Very unfortunate for the Baltimore Ravens and a guy that is on many fantasy radars. If you had your fantasy draft already and you you drafted him, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll pour one out for you. I think the good news is I think most people who are really into football realize that he wasn't like a main like he sh- like. I think he was definitely being overdrafted where he was. I think he was like an early third or late second round pick. And I think he's a he was he's a like bit a overdrafted RB two. Yeah, if you have yeah. that setup yeah. in your league, but it's like I I think I definitely think he was like they were. His average draft position was like way too high. Like Even last shooting year, it. I could see well, the same thing. If you were drafting him there, like the best season he realistically can have is probably like top top eight, like top seven, top eight. And that would so, most likely be with a lot of touchdowns. Yes, and and in that offense, you're definitely not guaranteed to get that many touchdowns. So he he definitely was draft like being drafted at a ceiling. So I think at this point, Gus Edwards comes in and takes eighty percent of the work. I could see them signing like a Todd Gurley type. Which is disgusting, Ooh. but I don't hate it. Are you trying to like call a shot there? M- maybe. I mean, maybe. But they—they, like they, I definitely think they bring in a running back because <laughs> they're—they're not going to just have Gus Edwards run. I mean, they have a running back at quarterback. That's really also feel like true. They don't need it. It's also true. I—I definitely—I definitely could see like oh. That's what I mean. Oh, I was going to say Mark Ingram, but he's on the Texans. Yeah, but, they got rid of him. He yeah, always some, is hopping around. Some some veteran is definitely going to go there and take like twenty five percent of the touches. Adrian which, Peterson. I love that. <laughs> I don't. He could be fifty, and I'd be like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Gore. He is he still kicking it? He, I don't know. Did he retire? I, I, I think, think he might he have did. retired. I think recently How, he was on the he was on the he Jets. was on the Jets for two years, and Adam Dace was feeding him the ball, like feeding. Then when him. was he on the Bills? The before year before that. that. That was before. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably gone. I would, I would hope at this point he's done. They but might. Uh, actually, he might still be on the Jets. Frank Gore and um, prin- or Princess. What's the old princess name? Princess Elizabeth or whatever. Or Queen Elizabeth. Not Princess Elizabeth. Princess Diana. Queen, no, Queen Elizabeth. The old lady. Yeah. The, they're the same people. They're, they're really? eternal. They're forever. Like they, <laughs> they're they're eternal. Queen Elizabeth lacing them up. Huh? <laughs> she, she's a tank. She, she's like a million years old. Like She's literally oh, yeah. a million. No, just die. <laughs> hand it off to someone else. Literally. <laughs> yeah, she'll hand it off to the other old ass heir. Like, who's probably 75 years old at this point. I was going to say, he, he's in his upper 70s. Makes sense. That's how the, that's how the royal family <laughs> always works. They're just the always old. They're never young. <laughs> Um, so does, does Baltimore take a step back from this or is it not really that? Pre- I mean, obviously uh, it's a big deal losing your starting running back, but it is, but I don't think it's like a, a really devastating think blow. I think they can still, I didn't predict them to, but I think they can still win that division. It's still going to be in the playoffs. It's nothing. I sucks, just think in, instead of it being 
Lamar and J.K., it would have been it's just Lamar and Gus Edwards now because yeah, you most they likely had Gus Edwards doing a bunch like he had a heavy workload last season, no? Because uh, Mark Ingram was out. It was like it was like fifty forty. Like Dobbins had like fifty percent of the work. Yeah. Gus had forty. So now it's of the just going to be like fifty fifty Lamar, and they're still going to play the same way that they always have. Does this make him throw the ball more? I would say yes. Maybe like maybe like a little bit more. I I think they need to sacrifice some of their um comfort comfortability in order to try to get Lamar to push the ball down the field. So like Lamar I mean, will they have Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. The, their weapons aren't great. I'll, I'll, no, I was gonna say the receiving cores. Mm. They need Rashad they need Rashad Bateman back. I don't know when he's coming back from his injury, but if you have Bateman and Andrews and Marquise Brown, that's at least somewhat of a threat on offense. Lamar's not the best passer of the football, but if you can get him in a rhythm where he's comfortable throwing whatever, th- like 10 or 15 times more than he normally would, that's actually a lot, but like five to 10 times more a game than he normally would, then at that point in the playoffs when it becomes a tight game and he needs to start making throws, he might have a better rhythm or consistency where it makes a lot more sense for that team. Because what if what has he shown in the last three playoffs? They're great. They get up to a certain point. Then as soon as they get down, Lamar cannot throw them back into the game. I think that they're just so regimented that once they get to the playoffs and actually play like a decent team that can figure them out, like it's just like so it's so easy to stop what they're doing because they just do the same thing all over the time. and over and over. They never adapt to what is coming at them, which I think is imperative in the playoffs. You have to be able to adapt. If one thing isn't working, if Smash Mouth Lamar Jackson straight down your gut isn't working, you got to figure out some other way to win. I, I'm sure he's all for figuring out some other way to do it too, because I mean, you, you hear the press conferences after oh, these back-to-back years in playoff losses. He, he's talking about how much he yeah, eats them up, and he's like, he does, yeah, he's like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be known for you know coming up short in the playoffs every time I you know get the opportunity to play. I do think so. they're really hard on him though. Like, oh, I, mean, I, I, get I, it. I completely agree. I, I get it because they came from like. You know, Ray Lewis, Joe Flacco, like those teams that were really fucking good. And then, like, you get a talent like Lamar Jackson and they, they can't do anything with it. And it's it's frustrating if I were a fan of the Ravens. But at the same time, like, it takes – I mean, like, like the more you pay attention to it, the bigger the curse is going to be. If you're just like, oh, it's all right. We'll get him next year. We'll get him next year. If you have that sort of mentality, it, it lifts a lot off of him where he's like, oh, man. Because then now he's going to get to the playoffs – and he's gonna shit his pants again because he's like, "Oh my god, I have to win, or I'm like, they're gonna kill me." I agree with that. You know what I mean, no, I I totally agree with that because at some point when it's just a reoccurring thing every season, when you know maybe you want to play off game against the Titans, yes, and that was a good win. But when you're losing to the Bills, losing to Tennessee the previous year, whoever he lost to his first season in the playoffs, it's just over and over and over again. You get up on Baltimore, they cannot come back in a jam. That's that's the whole that's the whole dynamic with that team. If they get out if they get out to a seven or fourteen nothing lead, they're very hard to beat. But you cannot guarantee that in a playoff game. You yeah. just you just can't. And that's just with the amount of ball possession that they get. Time well, of possession is their key factor in if they win or not. Which it seems like in in the regular season they're way better at controlling the clock. I feel like in the in the postseason they have a lot of short drives. Like they'll draw like they do. They have. They'll draw like. They'll draw like five plays and ten yards, and then they'll they'll pawn or they'll draw like. That's what I mean. Like they they don't short like possessions make, where they're not getting out of their own territory. Yeah, I agree. So now what? You want to go to the what the Cam Newton thing? 
So I have an interesting theory about this. So Cam Newton was out for five days with a um, COVID protocol issue, whatever. I don't know what the technical term for it. What was the What was the rule? So, so I guess because he was unvaccinated, he was supposed to get he had to get tested. But I guess he wasn't supposed to like go off 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 the team's site or team something. I don't know. I don't know what exactly the rule was. But basically, because he was unvaccinated. And like either missed a test or did something, he was out of the facility for five days. So the New England Patriots don't miss rules. Like they they know the rule book front to back and back to front. Mm-hmm. My theory about this is they think Matt Jones is better and they want Matt Jones to start, but they don't want to just outright say Matt Jones is the starter over Cam Nolan. He lit it up last week. He was great all week in practice. He's played great in the preseason. I, I don't think he's thrown one interception i think he's like five touchdowns no interceptions i think i would not be that shocked after what happened this week that matt jones is the week one starter for the new england patriots i would play week one we play uh the dolphins at home i could i could say right now it's 60 40 matt jones see i and i didn't think that way a week ago it's very tough because i mean like you said cam newton Played pretty damn good in past week in uh, preseason games. You said you said he did good in practice, but it's Bill Belichick is the coach. He wants to do whatever he thinks it takes for the team to win. Do I really believe that Bill Belichick thinks that starting Mac Jones week one is going to put his team in the best chance to win um, in longevity over the season? Eh, I'm not so sure. Well, here here's my take on it. Just just to play devil's advocate because I like doing that. But with these COVID rules, I feel like they're so new that people still don't understand them. That's fair. Because that, that's a very new rule, right? Like they probably put it in Either this a year. month ago yeah, like I think before that, well, the like before preseason started. So that I think – and I think like to his point with Bill, if he thought Mac Jones was better, he would just come out and say it. He would just start Mac Jones. He wouldn't, he wouldn't care. He wouldn't about, come out and say it, but he would say Mac Jones is a starting quarterback. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go through that. I think if he really thought, like, you know what I mean. I this decision is coming this week, and, and yeah. if 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 it says breaking news, Mac Jones is the week one starter. I'm not surprised. I'm not gonna be surprised. But if you told me a week ago Mac Jones was the week one starter, I would have been a lot more surprised. Because I mean, from what I've seen, it's been all out of the Patriots like camp and everything, it's just been all Mac Jones, Mac Jones, he's incredible, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. That makes me skeptical, but at the same time, like I'm happy that he's doing well. But we have to see it in a real game first. It it is preseason, it is training camp, it is against your second and third trainers. So it's not like you can count on like what you yeah, like we've playing heard these stories. Guys, yes. You're playing against guys who are probably not gonna see any time in the NFL ever. At all. You know what I mean? Like it's not the real competition. And the only thing other thing I think too is playing Miami week one against Flores, like I don't think Belichick wants to lose that game. Oh, no, no, not at all. especially well that's like, a, just especially against that's Brian a ter- Flores. that's a terrible way to open up your season too. Ter- oh, I don't. Th- I think we missed this. Mm. 
Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, that's the oh, most yeah. likely trade destination. Is now. like is very or not. Dolphins. I don't want to say very likely, but he like the number one tr- trade target for them is the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I, I guess. Which trade I think we said in up. the beginning. We did, but Which at this, but yeah, at this, that was one of the teams. At the same time, I don't think any of us expected him to play this year, or like at least for most of the year. I I, I didn't know what he was going to do. I was I, like, you either are not playing or you're going. That's sometimes. what I mean. I kind of gave up on what was. What was going on? There. I said he's not taking a snap for the Texans this year, and I still 100% no, he's not. believe that. I, I think he can after what he's come out and said, and like he clearly doesn't want to play there. I don't know if so. If I'm the Texans, I need him off my roster ASAP. Like I need him off there yesterday. Yeah, like what are you waiting for? No, because what he happens? Want to play no, because what happens if the NFL cracks down and says he's out for a year or out for whatever? Then his trade out trade value plummets. Gone. If you trade him now with whatever's looming in this investigation or whatever. It has to be now. And you can get three first-round picks or two first-round picks or whatever. So, realistically, in my mind, I think the trade is Tua for Watson and, like, two first-round picks. I think that makes the most sense. It's that's not- also a tough spot for the Dolphins because they, they're they so high on Tua. And it's like <sighs> you basically admit that you're wrong. I don't know that they are. Yeah. I think they have to say that they're high on Tua. I mean, but that's what they've said, and like that. Like but they whether have whether they are or not. It doesn't matter. They know they made a mistake. Herbert was the pick there, and everyone said that they were taking Herbert there, and they just decided to take Tua for whatever reason. So, at that point, you definitely made a mistake. And if you can fix it by getting Deshaun Watson in the building, regardless of his situation, I would do that if I was Miami in a heartbeat. Which I think, I mean. Trading, trading him might like uh, reignite this whole flame, but I think that the whole thing with allegations against him have kind of burnt out. Like, have we heard any? I haven't heard any. I haven't. I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard much, heard much in a few weeks. since it first came out, and like there were more than one girls coming out, whatever. Like, I haven't heard shit about it, and I don't know if it's because they're pending litigation or whatever it may be. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, trading Tua for Deshaun, I think I don't think Miami fans would be disappointed i don't think they'd be mad i think they would be oh my god if i was thrilled. a Dolphins fan i'd be so Did happy you see the meme that it was like uh massage parlor massage therapists when they see deshaun's going to miami or like miami massage i'm butchering it but you know what i mean <laughs> and it was like it was like a baby crying and putting their hands over the face <laughs> And then, and then Robert Kraft too. Yeah. Robert Kraft. I thought that's where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to make a Robert Kraft joke. No, um, I did butcher that though. Yeah, whatever. But Deshaun, Deshaun in Miami probably makes them the second best team in the AFC, realistically. And that makes it even tougher for the Patriots. Well, at that point, that means there's four way like, tougher because, like, obviously the Jets are the weak link. But I mean, well, I was going to say at that point you're probably not a top five team in the AFC if you're if you're New England. Coming coming from where the AFC East was just five years ago to now is incredible because all every the other team teams, sucked. Like the Patriots have come down, right? Compl- and all these other three teams are coming back up. It's, it's a like, complete one eighty for sure. Because yeah. all like the Bills were bad for so long. Because the Bills and Dolphins were so bad. Jets The Jets have really always bad. been bad. Like it was literally just the Patriots. The Bills were always like the better of the three, but it was just like Yeah, it was eight and eight. Yeah, yeah and they seven. were being really mediocre. 
I think it's I think it's quite comical actually. It's gonna be interesting to see how the AFC shakes out because I don't think we get more than one. No, we did. We probably get two AFC East teams, but I don't think we get more than one from the South, and I would say maybe one from the North. I think the AFC West does too. I think the AFC East does too. So uh, the the Baltimore J.K. Dobbins thing, like we said, is very interesting. But Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo, probably Indy or Tennessee are like your division winners and looking like the powerhouses of the AFC right now. So if Miami can shake that up with Deshaun Watson, it definitely could be a, a power shift for sure. I'm still not as high on the Colts as you are. I love the Colts. You hate yeah, Carson Wentz. I, I was I was just about to say we're, we're expecting Carson Wentz to be starting Week One, correct? So yes, it's he, still shaky though. He, he he's back at practice. He's not like fully like engaged in practice, but he's doing all the workouts and all that other crap. But not even I mean like the whole thing with Carson Wentz aside, I really don't think that they're. So you crazy. think you think with a healthy Carson Wentz that they won the, the division, right? I do. I, I do not. But I mean, didn't isn't Quentin Nelson out for the year now? Or not out for the year, but he's out for a good chunk of it. I think he's out for a couple of weeks. I don't think he's out for anything crazy. Unless, yeah, ha- do you have a new injury? It, or is it the it's same? a full injury. I no, think. he's okay. he's coming back. He's coming back soon. I think they said week one or week two that he, he's playing. And isn't it funny that they went from five to 12 weeks to they were back in a couple of weeks? I think he hates yeah. football. Bro. I think I think it was just to like he went back to the doctor and they're like, you're not that well, hurt. Well, I think I think what they did was just try to like lessen the expectations on him they didn't want to like say like he'll be back in two weeks and then there like, is no expect there shouldn't be expectations on him there shouldn't be what did he do like what did he do to you did yeah, he but, i mean there did he there, like did he like i i just there's somewhat <laughs> saying he's good he's not good it's he's not it's not a, it's not, not about him good. being all right so yeah the expectations under um like the hope for him to perform better because the last time he had a good season was when he played with frank reich there's some quarterbacks that just work out better with certain coaches, certain Serious systems. Serious question. Philip Rivers last year or Carson Wentz yeah, right now? Yeah, come on. Who's the better quarterback? That's fine, but it doesn't move. Like, it moves the needle a little bit. They were I'd t- rather have Andy Dalton over Carson Wentz. Ugh. If they went out and got Andy Dalton and then say. So you're telling me if they had Andy know, Dalton right now, you would take them to win the division? Well, no. Top of their I game. Gonna, I don't think they're as good as you guys say. Top of their game. Who's better? I think they have probably the second or third best roster. Top of the game, in the Andy Dalton's better. Top both top their games. Andy Dalton is better. He did a lot better with worse. I don't agree. I, I really Car- do disagree. Carson, Carson Wentz's ceiling is very high. Andy Dalton is a very low ceiling, high floor. His type ceiling of guy. is one MVP season. Carson Wentz, yes, one MVP season. All right, so he yeah, has, and he had a season where he played like shit, and then he's been. He hurt. has he has the offensive. So this and is he has the best offensive last. line. Yeah, this in is football. all pie, this is all pie in the sky. I get it, but he has the best offensive line that he's had probably since his rookie year. He has the same offensive coordinator he had his rookie year that he loves and played with for however many seasons in Philly. He's got a good running back. He's got a great running Very back. Very good running back. And he's got some great ta- running back with a great offensive and line. And he's got that some talent on the outside. I'm not saying he's got to be MVP this year. That's not my point. If he's better than Phillip Rivers is last year, they're going to win more games than they did. Defensive side of the ball also is very good. Their defense is a year older. If they win, if they were, they what, win, top five last year? So, if they win that division, it'll be because he's having an MVP-type season. I think he can be good, and they win. And they win the division. That's my point. I don't think he has to throw fifty touchdowns yeah. or forty touchdowns. I can see him I'm easily like, throwing twenty-five around there. That. 
Can you see him throwing 25 touchdowns? 26? I'd say 20 at the most. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I I think he could easily have 30 to 35 touchdowns this year. Easily. And I think that they well, I think that's him playing at like the top team. of his game, like MVP I think he's type season. Get hurt. Like he always I'm does. not going to be that generous, but I'm a realist. I, I just the I hate this because I know it's going to be like week six and he's going to get hurt and Nolan's going to come on and be like, "Yeah, Carson." Wentz. I never say I told you so. I never say I told you so. I will never say I told you so. It's literally just in the trend. What is the trend? He gets hurt a lot. So am I surprised if he gets hurt? No, I no, wasn't surprised no. when he had that foot injury. I wasn't surprised. I laughed because I was like, "They're idiots." I just think that I he really hates football. I really think that team wins the division. Yeah, I do too. I, okay, it's fair point with your concern with the injury thing. But if he is fully healthy, I, I see no reason why he's going to play like garbage. I'm not mad in I, that situation. I, I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at the people that think he's God. That's the people I have a gripe with. I haven't heard many of those people anymore. Because those are mostly Philly Not fans. Anymore, right? <laughs> well, not anymore. Not anymore, They're right? mostly Philadelphia fans. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia fans, obviously not. Ooh, can we pivot to that? Gardner Minshew going to the Eagles? Yeah, that's weird. Oh, I didn't I mean, hear about that. He's third, of, that? He's third oh, on the depth, depth chart, though. Philly fans were pretty pissed. Who Who's second? Um, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Joe Flacco's on the Jets. No, he's not. He's on the Eagles. <laughs> I thought he was still on the Jets. No, he's he's definitely on the he's Eagles. Not. Um, so uh, I mean, is it just a insurance policy? Is it we don't believe in Jalen Hurts? I don't know, but Philly fans were upset. Upset. I was reading a lot on Twitter. I, I like Gardner Minshew. I mean, it, it's re- I mean, it's really hard to make Philly fans happy, but at the same time, it's like. <laughs> Like you whatever. could say Christmas is every day, and Philly fans would be like, "I fucking hate Christmas." Like, yeah, no, <laughs> Philly people are so angry I, about their team. I just so I, this is my instant reaction. I just don't understand that. If I'm Philadelphia, I mean, they definitely didn't give up anything, but at the same time, you got Joe. Uh, Joe, all right, Joe Flacco. If Jalen Hurts gets hurt, is not going to do you anything. So maybe they have some sort of expectation that they're going to make the playoffs this year, and they really want someone to come in if something happens to Hurts. But at the same time, it's like, it's like that's a really weird and true. Yeah, it's just they love they love backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't, I don't maybe, love their whole quarterback. Maybe it is the thing where they, they right don't now. like Flacco and they want something other than Flacco in case shit hits the fan with Jalen. But at Hurts. that point, you don't need to tear your three. If you don't like Flacco, cut him. Like literally, just cut him. Oh yeah, yeah, what's your intention with Flacco? Like, why is he there? What are you doing? If he's not your backup. Pretty sure they him. didn't give up much for him. I think it was like a sixth round pick. And if they make the playoffs, it's a fifth round pick. Something it was like a provisional. Yeah. So at that, I mean, at that point, I get it. Like at least get like a talented backup on your roster. Like I, I, I would have no problem having Gardner Minshew as my backup quarterback. Oh, but absolutely. I not. just thought it but was that very ca- interesting. Well, yeah, but that causes some sort of doubt, at least in my mind, that they don't fully back Jalen Hurts one hundred percent because you're not sure. Because I haven't. Been paying, I mean. It's not like it's not time. like Gardner Mitchell's old either. No, he's, he's super young. He's, rookie like two years. Yeah, old, so right? it's like he he has he has some ups- good rookie year. He has some upside. Like he like you, I could uh-huh. see him being like a decent starting quarterback like consistently in the NFL. Yeah. You know, but now you know what's funny is, say Trevor Lawrence isn't good. Well, the, they would never like go to the backup, but say Trevor Lawrence gets hurt, I don't even like know. a Joe Burrow situation. Who do they have? They have nothing. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you want Gardner Minshew? Who's their? I'm blanking on his name. Their their backup quarterback. Yeah, no idea. It's some like no name guy. 
Didn't we think it was like Mike Glennon or something? Oh, it might be. I think Mike Mike Glennon's the backup on the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. Really? He gets bounced around so he much. He sucks. Jake Luton, dude. And CJ Beathard. CJ Beathard. That was the guy I was thinking of. CJ Beathard sucks. <laughs> CJ Beathard just eats chew all day. Like he loves that. Like these I, are those are guys like him, like Mike Glennon. Those are guys that are just making a living just being backups and being third strings. They don't they don't yeah. care about playing. They're just like put like, me on a roster and like pay me. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley loves backing up the the starting quarterback, but then yeah. he comes in in the preseason. He throws two touchdowns. Those are type guys that I, I just know never want to play in a starting. Like you know what I mean? Like I played basketball in high school and I played JV. I never wanted to play varsity. <laughs> I never wanted to play varsity. I was just there to play basketball. I didn't want. I didn't want those problems. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're a backup quarterback making a couple million dollars a year and you're holding the clipboard all jam, like that's that's not a bad. That's good. sick. That's what, what, what am I mad about? You just yeah. go. No. You just go throw a ball around in practice, and you just help. Like you just help. Sure, I, I love it. Like yeah, the, yeah. They just get to sit there and help Trevor Lawrence. They're you get like, a few yeah, months of the year off. Why not? If you had to guess, the top five. NFL top 100 players. Who would you say is in that? Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald. Um, that's two. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I I know that. Those are the easy ones. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even. There are the no five. other top. No, I'm kidding. Um, there are no. There are no top, other good no, players. <laughs> there's no other good players in the league. No. Um, Derek Henry or McCaffrey's got to be in there. So you're you're three for three so far. McCaffrey Derek, was Derek in Henry. the top. I was gonna 15, say I think I'd expect Henry to be in there because of um. One's a one's a quarterback and one's a tight end. So yeah, that, I th- that w- I'm blanking on the goddamn quarterback. I think I know. I don't think it's Lamar Jackson. It is not Lamar Jackson. What what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's not Rodgers. It is Rodgers. It is Rodgers. And then Chelsea, obviously the tight end. So oh, it's shit, right. top five is Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, followed up with Devontae Adams, Tom Brady, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, and Josh Allen. T.J. Watt. What, did I say J.J.? You did T.J. Which I thought was interesting. I mean, I know he's good and everything. T.J. Watt had a stellar season last year. He's had a he's had a couple stellar seasons in a row. Yeah. I think I if, think he is a force to be reckoned with. He definitely can win. He is and if it wasn't for guys like Aaron Donald um maybe not last year but the year before he very well could have won defensive player of the year. Do we have any gripes with the top 10 whatsoever? Do we think someone no, should I be higher? I think that's I mean I, I think it's solid. Can you read me this is where we find out if I have any it, no, he doesn't do Where was Josh Allen on that list? Number 10. He's number 10. Read okay. me 11 through 15. Stefan Diggs. Okay. Russell Wilson, Jalen Ramsey, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill. I think you could make a case for... Um, you can make a case for Russell Wilson. I don't think he belongs there after the way I saw that team perform I think in the second half of the season last year. But, I mean, if he was in the top 10, I would not be mad whatsoever. I would say that makes sense. I think you didn't make a case for um, – where was I going? Oh, J- no, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Jalen Ramsey, that's right. He, that's gave, right, that's up, right. he gave up almost no yards and no receptions after the first week. I think the first week he had a bad game. And then after that, I think, like, the best performance a opposing wide receiver had was, like, four catches for 40 yards against him. And, like, at that point, it's – you're you're literally limiting your, the best opposing wide receiver in every single game. So what do they play. do? They base it on last year, 
Yeah. So yeah. it's just like last year. Yeah. I mean, I think you could make a case for switching around Brady for Rodgers. Put Brady above Rodgers. Well, Rodgers won MVP. I. But in terms of their seasons that they had, I would say it's very close. Yeah. I I would say it's very close. It you it's like it's fair to give Rodgers it's, the edge because maybe the not age. Put It's really three. just because he won MVP. I don't want to say it's just because he won MVP. Aaron Rodgers had a phenomenal season, but you can't have the MVP like lower than three or four. Like at that point, then what's the point of the list? Like he was the most valuable player in the league last yeah. year. So I I think Brady is a top five player in the league still. Like right now, like forty four years old. Yeah, I mean, I don't looking at it like just based off of player you know just how good they are i think that they're pretty accurate with where they have do we think terry kill should have been higher than deandre hopkins no no i don't think so i think you could argue that you can argue it but i would you look at their size and hopkins year last year terry kill had just as good of a year as deandre hopkins last year that's the that's the reason i say that and i think i think take deandre hopkins out of the cardinals this they're not the same team, but I think you take take, take away Tyreek Taylor from the Chiefs offense, they completely change. They're com- they're just a completely. I disagree. Different. I think they have the same impact on their teams. I think Tyreek Hill's impact on the Chiefs is far greater than any receiver on well, any team. I mean, the Chiefs have Travis Kelsey. <laughs> that, but that's the Cardinals thing. Cardinals don't have a Travis Kelsey. No, they, yeah, but they still they. Still, the amount of attention that still needs to be paid to Tyreek Hill is You have to put nuts. two people I mean, on Tyreek Hill every single you play. You could argue the same for Hopkins. Yeah, I was about to say Hopkins. You leave Hopkins, Hopkins can coverage, all the time you're getting too. You, all right, time. you can put... So, here's man the thing. Man, he's you, can put, you can put Jalen Ramsey on DeAndre Hopkins, or you could put, like, Marshawn Lattimore on DeAndre Hopkins. He still didn't have a great game, don't get me wrong. You cannot leave Jalen Ramsey on Tyreek Hill one-on-one. Tyreek Hill is going to burn well, him for 80 yards. That's just because how fast he is. That's my point. He he stretches the field, and you have to le- you have you have to leave a safety over the top. You have to. The impact on the game he has, and how the defense shifts because Tyreek Hill's on the field. I think you can make the argument that he's well, probably the not the best. Him or Devontae would be one two in my well, opinion. Well, here's to here's to your argument with my argument. So we're saying that DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill had like similar years. No, both really great, but pretty much similar. So, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have the speed that Tyreek Hill has, and they still had the same year. Well, you got to think who's on that Chiefs offense. Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Le'Veon Bell was on there last year, whoever else they had. There's so many more targets to throw around. In Arizona's offense, the only person they're throwing to is DeAndre Hopkins. Where, I mean, where if, you, if you flip-flop them, I bet Arizona's offense looks a lot better. And it's not like I'm saying the Chiefs offense would look worse. But if you put... I think the Chiefs offense would look better with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that offense would still be absolutely ridiculous. I'm a big fan of DeAndre Hopkins. I I think Tyreek Hill is also very good. I think in terms of receiving, Devontae Adams is probably number one. Talent-wise, yes. Hopkins and then Tyreek Hill. I'm saying impact-wise. Impact on the actual NFL field, how the defense has to line up. I think Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams are the the top Well, that's, that's how I ranked it in terms of just overall receiving i think obviously tyreek hill has the speed but i think in terms of other things route running catching uh you know reading the defense i think that deandre Deandre is just as good i was gonna say if those two are the top two most impactful then deandre's three and you look at it too like tyreek hill tyreek hill's four foot eleven if you give uh if you give Devontae or deandre hopkins his speed Think about how much better they'd be. We've seen Hopkins put up gnarly stats with every quarterback that he's played with also. Yeah. 
I but uh, to be fair, Sal, this is probably talking from a fantasy perspective. This is probably the first year that I would confidently say, "Give me Tyreek Hill over DeAndre Hopkins, hundred percent." I think so too. Honestly, why I, do you say that? I, I don't, huh? Why do you say that? I'm just wondering. I just think his upside's way better. Like, I, I, obviously, they're both going to be wide receiver ones in their offense. They're both going to command targets. I think, I think Tyreek Hill can catch fifteen touchdowns this year, fourteen touchdowns. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins will get more than ten realistically. I think like 10 is probably his ceiling. And the same thing goes with they're both going to catch a lot of balls, but Tyreek Hills are going to be more like 20, 30, 40, 50 yard catches, whereas Hopkins are probably like 10 or 15 yard catches. I just think he has – like they both have the same sort of floor, but I think Hills' ceiling this year is way higher than Hopkins' ceiling is this year. Tyreek Hill could easily be the wide receiver one at the end oh, of the yeah. year. Easily. Well said. So, yeah. I think DeAndre Hopkins to me mirrors a lot of what – Breeze and Michael Thomas did a couple years ago in terms of just you look at small quarterback, only person to throw to. Like that's that's it. For Arizona, that's it. Like they small quarterback who can get out of the pocket, who are you throwing to? DeAndre Hopkins. You extend those plays, DeAndre Hopkins is wide open every time. He finds a way to get open and it's just a matter of throwing it in his general direction. He's I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take away anything from DeAndre Hopkins. No, I know you're not. But I, that's just what I think. Tyreek Hill is just a force to be reckoned with. Tyreek Hill is gonna probably be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As it looks when so far, said, as man. it looks so far, it's looking like Kelsey, Mahomes, and Hill are all gonna end oh, up in the yeah. Hall of Fame for sure. That's just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. All on the same team. Just the offensive weaponry. They Andy Reid just sits there every day, and he's just like, <laughs> mm. he sits there fat and happy every day. I'd be smiling from ear to ear. 24-7. So you, you mentioned Michael Thomas. I do have a fantasy-related Michael Thomas question. He is out eight weeks in a fantasy draft. Are you at any point willing to take Michael Thomas? Obviously, at some point you It'd would. It'd have to be late See, if he's still available. I, I, also, before you answer, Antonio, Jameis Winston is QB1. They, yeah. annu- they announced that. Yeah, they that. announced that. But go Which ahead. Which I think it's not really a surprise. No. No, I'm not surprised after at all. After Taysom Hill's performance in that preseason game, the last preseason game, I don't think there was a much. He'll throw a lot of touchdowns. Just hopefully uh, Peyton can help cut that, uh, cut the interception count maybe by 10. Maybe he throws 30 touchdowns and 20 Which I think, interceptions. I mean, we'll get to see if he's actually put the work in to fix that. So When or where would you draft Michael um, Thomas? Hey, draft? The, these questions are kind of tough for me because, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be till late. However, I can say one thing before a fantasy draft, but until I have my team in front of me after, you know, a set amount of rounds, I don't think I really I take can't him. tell you. It, my my plan changes throughout the draft. Now that I think go. about it, Sal, now that I take him or now I realize I probably wouldn't take him because uh he hasn't gotten many reps with Jameis. So it's going to be eight games, but then you got to do that one or two game buffer mm-hmm. where he, like, yeah, Michael Thomas is really good and he can catch a football, but there's still got to be that buffer to build that chemistry, I think. I think, I think it'll you, just be too late. I think if you have him drop to like the 10th round. I was about to say, I wouldn't take him It'd have to be really before late. the ninth round. Yeah, nine, I don't think I would take him in a single digit round. Like 10th round or above, Michael Thomas is there. They're just the upside that gives your team, if you have like, you know, two really good running backs and then, you know, 
for the playoff push, you have Michael Thomas coming back after an injury with Jameis Winston, who wants to throw the ball, and he's going to hyper-target Michael Thomas because there's literally nobody else in that offense to throw the football literally. to. Like, literally. Tell, like, I think we said this before on the podcast. Alvin Kamara's going to have 500 million catches, and then who who is it after that? Marquez Callaway? <laughs> like, they, they don't have anybody. So at that point, Michael Thomas is going to come in and demand the football almost every play. So I think he's either picked. Do later. they still have? Who am I thinking of? Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. No. They don't have him anymore. No. Where would he go? He's another guy that just retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he signed to retirement. I think. What the hell did he sign with last year? Uh, last Was year. Was he with? Right. He's I'll, off I'll, He's off of San Francisco, right? That's yes. done. Uh, I will get you the Emmanuel Sanders uh, update. There's someone else that they have. They have a young guy that's pretty good. I forget who. I'm really good at doing <gasps> that. No. What? He plays for the Bills? Right. That's right. Does he? When he does. did he sign there? That's a great pickup. That's a fantastic pickup, actually. I forgot actually. about that. Wait, when did they sign him? Uh, I, I just really missed that one. It must have been like when nothing was going on. I liked it. Pretty like good. That. Him and Diggs. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Dude, Emmanuel Sanders and Beasley. is... Well, everyone hates Cole Beasley now. Why? Because of his oh. vaccine. Oh, vaccination. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit about that. He can catch a fucking football. Yeah. No, everyone was just like, he's so stupid. It's like... Yeah. I mean, we like to romanticize and politicize everything. So, I think... We do live in the United States he's of a good football player. If you, if you just fucking look at it in football terms, he can catch a fucking football. And I'm okay with that. Absolutely. As your third receiver too i would love to have cole beasley as my third receiver do whatever he wants i don't i don't look to cole beasley for political uh analysis (laughs) i don't care (laughs) you know what i mean that's what a lot of people i don't want to say fail to recognize but like people like like a pro athlete will like give their take on something like political and yeah like i'm not they should never i'm not holding them to that kind of standard i'm all for free speech and and expressing yeah say whatever you want but like you like if you're a pro athlete you got to be careful about what you do because obviously if if you're gonna express don't get mad about people getting mad at you i i think everyone's approach should be the charles barkley role where it's i'm not a role model he said that all throughout his career he's like you should not look to me for advice people look to you for sports yes Like, like kids who are our young receivers are looking up to Cole Beasley wanting to be like, oh man, if I, like I'm, I'm small and, and you know, I'm, you know, and, and I can play wide receiver. I want to be a wide receiver. I look up to Cole Beasley. Like he's one of my favorite players. They don't look to him being like, who did he vote for? That's what I mean. What, what's his stance I, I, on COVID? I need to know. Unless we're talking extreme oh, crap he doesn't like vaccines. Unless we're talking like extreme anymore. stuff here, I, I really don't care. Like, if an athlete wants to speak his mind, I, like, I don't care, but I'm not going to hold them to some insane standard where I need them to believe us. Yeah, and thing. I think I, it, it, I don't it's, care. it's fans' hive mind in a sense where it's like, it's like you have to be perfect. You have just, to be yeah. everything that we want you to be and more. And mm-hmm. it's just like, they're human beings at the end of the day. They're just like me and you. They're I'm just trying to, to watch really football. football. If he talks, he talks. It's cool. They just have to be really good at football. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to sit there, and it's it's different when you try to sit there and preach your political views, and and I think too, like what 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 people need to understand if people are listening to this, we're not talking about the oppression and police brutality thing and the racial thing. That is so different from politics. That's a social issue. That is different from 
vaccines and COVID and who you voted for. Well, it, it I, obviously I hate, they, they go I hate, hand in hand. Yeah, I hate. Well, if, I hate to I hate to act political, but it's in the United States. You're on one side or you're on the other side. Exactly. There's, there's not. It's horrible. Yeah. No. no you. You not. That's the problem. You got it. You got to fall into a category of I believe this, 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 and that, or you fall on the other side where I believe this, 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 and that. And it's like you, you, you should have an, an, a free opinion on every different topic. It, it shouldn't be. You know, because I I believe in vaccinations. I no, also, I have to believe this. Yeah, thing. I also. So it's it's not like a chain reaction. Like, and you, that's the thing. That's where you have to be very careful when you come out and you say something like that. You if this is how you want to be, then you got to be ready for the backlash because there's always going to be backlash. There's never going to be anyone saying, "No, you're right. You're perfect. Yep, you're perfect. <laughs> you don't like vaccines? Uh, we don't care." It's not, it's never gonna be like that. You're you're always gonna see the hate. You're not gonna always see the love. Yep. Hate always trumps out the love. And that's where it gets sticky. It's like, eh. just everyone. I, oh, I don't. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what my beliefs are. Let me go see what uh, Cole Beasley. Let says. me go see what Cole Beasley has to say. It's let just me go see what Josh Allen. It's thinks. just a matter of everyone wants to be up in arms about something. Like everyone yeah. wants something to complain about or yell about. People love arguing, and politics is easy yeah, to argue. I about. think mixing politics and sports is a very tricky thing because people are hive mind and uh, they don't have a mind of their own let's uh let's let's focus on something that's yeah, like not say, let's get off that not yeah, politics yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that <laughs> um final nfl takes anything that we missed anything that we think we need to talk about i'm so excited just think yeah <laughs> yeah no it's so close i'm saying dude uh i think dreaming about it i think next week when we do the podcast we'll probably go over week one and all the lines one sunday left right or two there is well this, what's it is today sunday so two two weeks from today is nfl kickoff well i shouldn't say that because there's a thursday night a game. week from thursday so maybe maybe next week we uh we start doing some lines and some uh pick three and oh, i just got goosebumps <laughs> let's go let's go antonio what's your record gonna be in pick three this year a million and oh I don't think I was first last year. We were pretty close. Did I come back? Well, no. I so, might have came, so, I came pretty close. So, we all came pretty close. I think I started off sucky, and then I ended up coming back. We two finished. two years ago, we did it for the full season, and I think I was first barely, and you were second, and you were third. Last we year, we were all so close. Last year, we only did it for like half the year, and then I think we stopped like halfway through the year. But I think Nolan was leading last year. I could be wrong though. But yeah, I'm, which were always like one or two games. Yeah, it, I mean we pay, we paid three games, so at that point it's gonna be you know the margins are very like yeah, you're, small. unless unless you're doing own three back to back to back weeks. Like at that point, then you're out of it. We're, but, I'd say we're we're pretty savvy to not go own three. But but the thing the row. thing about the pick three is you're you're not sitting there like battling the whole entire board you're not sitting there saying like all right i gotta pick five games here two games here like the sunday night game the Monday we just night look game. at matchups so we think are best it's just our three most confident games and a lot of the times our most confident game of the re- the week i feel like we normally get right like one of us will be like you know oh the cowboys on thursday night like i'm not saying that but like the cowboys thursday night like plus seven and a half they're not they're they're covering that 100 times out of 100 yeah. and i feel like we're normally pretty good about that so yeah i'd say with the amount of sports that we watch and like the amount that we focus on football, I think it should be pretty easy for us to not suck at that. Just to uh, just we, I mean, we all have had winning records. It's not like we're yeah, no. So like in a case where okay, say we did actually bet every single week our pick threes, we'd we be would plus be plus money. money. Yeah, well, yeah, plus but money. but that's not fun. No, it's not fun. But yeah, I'm just saying you better parlay to win like ten thousand dollars. That's that's oh yeah, you need a ten team ten leg parlay. 
plus 20 bucks to win 10,000 odds. Like, come on. Uh, just, just some interesting lines. I, I we're not going to get in deep to them, but previews Seattle's minus two now against Indy week one. That's with Carson Wentz in, and it opened the the opening line for that game was how confident are at you where Carson Wentz is in, in because Indy. I haven't seen anything definitive on that. He's he's playing week one. Okay, uh, I know for a fact he's playing week one. Okay, he you have a Colts like insider. I have, I have the insider oh, source. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> he Seattle wants to start off like shit and then go on a streak in the middle of the season. Isn't that what they always do? That's the nugget. But isn't that what they always do? They started off great last year and then started playing like shit. I I think that yeah, I think he's right. They so were like five and zero. Oh. Indy Indy started this this the the line open for that game at minus three. Like Indy was minus three, and then all the Carson Wentz. BS happen and now it's Seattle minus two, yeah. so so I think they the book that stays, <laughs> that will be my pick three. Ooh, nice little preview. <laughs> um, but that was that nugget though. We we need to start recognizing. Yeah, so so Seattle starts slow and then I I could definitely see that. Like they love they love like two, college football started two and too. three. I mean we didn't mention that, but I mean I know we don't really care we don't about we it. don't talk too much college football, but uh, and I know like when we get to bowl and playoff time, and I'm such a I'm up. such a a person of like I don't care what college football till December. Oh wow, UConn only lost forty five to nothing. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. UConn got <laughs> UConn was, and it sucks too because like there weren't many games on. Obviously, not very many good games like there is in the beginning of the college football season, but. UConn was getting their fair share of hate on Twitter, and it was kind of funny because I mean, they suck every year. They they have ne- they've been good for like one season, like maybe. And one. even sometimes then they were some mediocre. It wasn't even like they were. Sometimes a few defensive uh, backs from UConn get drafted to the NFL. There's Ar- a, yeah, Ar- there's Ar- always Jones. like single. What was it something Andrew Adams? Something Adams. I I forgot. He was Anth- on the Giants. Anthony Adams, I think maybe something like that. I'm um, sure there's still a few. People. I mean, yes. So college football did start. Not too many good games. You know what? In terms of sports betting, I love to do in the beginning of the college football season. Bet dogs. No, bet the favorites. They're oh, really? really favored. It's so easy. Like, I mean, like Fresno was like minus twenty-seven. I can tell you right now, they were. It was like twenty-seven and a half. They were minus twenty-eight, and they covered by seventeen points. And you, Utah did not score a single point. And then the other one was UCLA. They were like minus Versus Hawaii. 17, yeah. and they won by like 20-something. That does make sense for sure. I love doing that. Um, there is a you good... Can't put, you can't put those lines high enough. There is a good game next Saturday. It is Miami versus Alabama to start off the season. Miami's ranked like 17th right now, and they have Derrick King, so... I'm not going to say Alabama's on upset alert whatsoever, but I think it could be a, a 10 or 14-point game. I think it might be a little bit closer than people think. I could definitely see that. How's your uh, how's your college football teams looking? I don't even know who you support. Auburn, right? I, oh, you do love Auburn. You are you love Auburn. I don't know. No, I just kind of I kind of root, root for my teams that I kind of always liked. And Is he still there? Is he still kicking it there? Yeah. I don't know. He's going to be a junior, right? Root for Florida a little bit, root for Auburn like a little totally bit. Off. I just, I just like the, I like good college football. You know, I, I, I don't I watch some, the I need games. some validation. Is Bo Nix still at Auburn? Give me, Google it quick. I got it. I got it. Someone listening to this. Yes, at home, he tell is. Me. He threw for two hundred ninety-two yards what? and a touchdown. One, uh-huh. one, yesterday, 
Oh, wait, no, not yesterday. They, yeah, they definitely don't no, play yesterday. Friday, January 1st. <laughs> Hold on. Against what? Northwestern. Yeah, no, he's... He... <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me a game from January? <laughs> he, um, I was like, oh, they must have played. College football started. No. He, he is a junior. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't crazy. I thought... Uh, I thought Sal, last year we're, crush me Sal, last was year like, we were oh, like, Bo Nix Heisman. Yeah. I'm, I'm not this year. No. He was... He was not good. he wasn't bad last year, but he no. was. Oh, I he think was I think he comes back this year though. Georgia Clemson week one. I didn't even yeah. see that. Really, I like that. They like their new quarterback down at Clemson. Apparently, he's Uda, got. Uda, yeah, Uda, they said he's yeah. got like a ridiculous arm. Uda Buda. Is that his name? It's like Udalai or something. Oh, I have heard of that kid. Um, Georgia's ranked number three though. No, Georgia's excuse me. Clemson's ranked number three. Georgia's ranked number five. Clemson. Georgia's always good. That's next week? That's that, a pretty good game. That is Saturday the 4th next week. I like okay, that. So they're getting busy. My always thing with college football is like they There's need never better, any good matchups to start. They matchups in the first like five weeks. So. I don't really care. I don't care. It's in Clemson. What would you think the spread of that game would be? Clemson minus Mine, three? Clemson minus eight. Clemson minus three. Really? I got it. Nice. Good job. I think I think I mean like I don't know anything about college football, but I think Georgia's probably a good bet there for sure. I would yeah I'd sprinkle a little bit on Georgia. Why not? SEC team going into Clemson without half their starters from last season. Yeah, very true. SEC sprinkle team. a little bit of that, like that with a with a little bit of Miami against Alabama. Ooh, a little too. Okay. What's the spread of that game? The Miami game. Yeah. Eighteen and a half. What? Okay. Yeah. 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 Double dog. A little parlay there. Little double dog parlay. Little, little opening Saturday. I mean, I would not. Getting, getting giddy. I would not take Miami to win. But, no. No, no, no. But their odds are plus 700. So that's. Never pretty. bet against Alabama. There's I mean. Teams you never, never bet against Tom Brady. Never bet against the Patriots. Never bet against Alabama. Correct. Doesn't matter what it is. It could be lacrosse. Uh, yes. Next, bro. Hold on. Tom Brady could be go-kart racing. Speaking of lacrosse. Chris Hogan plays in the NFL again. Why? No, I thought really? he, he went to lacrosse. He did. To and the PLL or whatever. He did, and then he came back to the NFL. He did? He plays on like Carolina or something. Of course he does. <laughs> what? <laughs> did you realize he was going to make no money in the PLL? Probably. probably. No, pro- like realistically, probably. Well, you I'm sure he knew, knew that going into it. But he probably was like, oh, it'll be worth it. And then he was like, I don't want to play lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> like he played it in college. And I think he played it for like, I don't know. He I wonder. Like, I mean, I like, don't... wait, I quit the NFL to do this. Yeah. Probably. I don't know what good lacrosse stats are, but like, I wonder if he had good stats. At Penn State. No, I mean, didn't he? Wasn't he just playing? Like, Yeah. In the... Oh, yeah. The PLL. I mean, maybe he was doing shit. I don't know. I wonder if he was like a... He? He's got to be late 20s, no? Early 30s? <laughs> he plays a... for the Saints? Ew, dude. That's gross. Oh, so they have him to throw to. <laughs> so again, they, they still have nobody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they went from nobody to nobody. I'm I'm looking up his stats in Premier League lacrosse. Because there's two leagues of lacrosse. There's the... N, is it the NIL or MLL? And then the PLL. Is it like uh, he played two games? He must have. He must have really hated it. It wasn't the cannons, right? It was like the. It was like the. Oh fuck! I can recognize the colors, but I don't know the team name. Um, it's like a green and white team. It doesn't even tell me what team. Some sort of serpent as their uh, logo. He had two snakes. Two games played. I'm getting there. Cobras, snakes. Can you please tell me what team he played for? Now I'm getting 
upset. He had two games played and no goals, so he probably really did hate it. Ooh. Um, let me see. Because that was like they had a big marketing thing with that because they were like, "Look, an NFL player came." The whip snakes. Whip snakes. I knew it was a serpent. Whip snakes. And it was like a green and it was yeah okay. Was it green and purple? Green and white. Oh. Uh, Wow, green great? and purple would have been really cool. Green like the purple. Joker? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, Cristiano Ronaldo. Not what I was thinking. How do we feel? Okay, so. Well, he's the residential Juventus fan. He, I mean, I'm a Juventus fan too. The Ju- Juventus, obviously well, he's wanted to leave for a while. He yeah. go, he, The news comes out that uh, uh, Man City, holy fuck, is going to make a bid for him. I think they made a bid for him. Then Man United said, "Well, we want to make a bid for him," and Ronaldo was like, "Deal." As, yeah, as soon as as soon as City or as soon as uh, United made a bid for him, he was never going to City. He wasn't going to betray his his club that he grew up at and basically became like the face of European soccer along with Messi. But he was never he was never going to City once United said that they wanted him. Ronaldo at Man United back in the day was a demon. Mm-hmm. So he was incredible. Antonio Juventus. Takes a step back without Ronaldo, or you think they don't strip a beat and it's just life as usual? Um, probably life as usual, as in Juventus, still going they to always the, find a yeah, way. still going to the Champions League and not winning it. It's like Barcelona, maybe Barcelona not, will still be good. I mean, they were messy. making it as far as they were with Ronaldo before they got Ronaldo. I mean, granted, those were they made it really, further really without Ronaldo. Teams. They made it further they without did. Ronaldo. They, they made it to the they made it, they made it to a final and, and they lost to Ronaldo. They made two finals. Yeah, they made two finals. Um and a couple semifinals. With Manzukic. <laughs> Manzukic Dybala scored a bicycle kick in one of those games. That was insane. And then Ronaldo scored probably the best bicycle kick ever. Ever. Other than Wayne Rooney's. So Juventus still has a lot of young talent to build upon. Obviously Dybala, like you said, Chiesa, uh Betancourt. Uh, Which I think Kiesa wanted to move on, no? I hope he doesn't. Really? I'm not sure why. Unless he wanted I to. thought I read something. Unless about he that, wanted to leave Italy. Um, I don't see why he would. I could be wrong, but I thought there was some. I, didn't, about I didn't hear that, but you could be right. But Kiesa, especially playing for the Italian team, too, you just saw how brilliant and creative of a football player is. And he he's just going to be a superstar like yeah. I, that's all i have to say about that back to ronaldo though legacy at juventus not a great one i don't think he did anything no they i don't think he did what we expected yeah because well i mean because they came up short you know two three times for champions league finals and almost getting to another final and not winning it they kind of gained the reputation as that team why else did you get ronaldo you got him to win it and he really and didn't, didn't. He well, I can't say really. He did not put you over the top in any. No. So he scored goals in big games, but it was like never enough. Like he would. And I'm not saying he's not to score three goals a game, but there would be games against like I don't know. They played. I think they got knocked out by Lyon one year. Yeah, you know, I I feel like the chemistry just wasn't there with the other stars as well. I agree with you because there would be games where he didn't start and like. Obviously, like when Ronaldo stores, like he does this whole like see and like just so like I, he he's like more of like his own person. Whereas like you would watch like Juventus games without Ronaldo, and like the team would score, and like everyone would like go up and hug each other, and they'd yeah. be excited about the goal and like whatever. Whereas Ronaldo it was just kind of like look at Which me. Even at Real, 
like those last few years, it was kind of like that. The the thing, well, I think for the whole entire time at Real, it was like he's that. a bit of a diva. He is a bit of a diva. At the same time, though, I think that's exactly what Real wanted and needed because all of the surrounding pieces around him were like number twos and number threes. And it's like, yes, that's the same way at Juventus, but that's not like how Italian football is played. Yeah, I think it. I think the style of play is really what hurt Ronaldo being there. They're not offensive 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 it's pass around really methodical way of attacking he also hates pressing the ball too he he won't yeah and their whole thing is high pressure if you really want to get on the heels of another team that's how italian soccer is played and i don't think that's what he wanted and i think this is why the move to united makes a lot of sense because what is you i would say better than anyone else in english soccer football whatever you want to call it i keep calling it football but uh they do no, better that's the right way to do it it you is the right sorry. way it is it is the it's right not way. soccer they counterattack better than anybody else man, man you makes three passes and they're in the opposing 18 yard box and it's like sancho or rashford running down the wing and then you got pod just feeding dimes to them the whole and entire that's time what the thing that you're going back to your point with three hours a bunch of twos and threes he's playing with a bunch of like threes and fours so Pogba is like a, a two, like a like a a, to, a two, but like I like I like Rashford and Sancho a lot. I think they can be very dynamic, and I think they're not there yet, though. They're not there yet, no. but I think Which espe- I think Rashford. Go ahead, sorry. I think especially with Ronaldo coming in and like showing them his training and what he does on a daily basis, and he's been there before. He knows how Manchester United works. Like having that presence come in and like show them the way is huge for the young, like all those young players. And I think, too, like with the romantics of football, it's so, I mean, like it's just so different from any sport. And I think just emotionally, like emotionally, soccer is one of the, like the, like the most romantic side. We talked about it, too, with, with like uh, when we talked about the Euros, where it's just, it means so much to people. You know what I mean? It's like that's all they have over there is football. Like mm-hmm. it, it, and it's, it's like if we had NFL and that was it. You know what I mean? We'd be so into football because that's what that's all we know. Yeah. Over there, that's all they have. So they're really into it. And I think going back to Man United, just the nostalgia that it's just going to be so much it's hype. Be very exciting. I, I really do think it's going to be something big. So it's a huge four horse. I mean, it was before, but even now it's a four horse race in the prom. And we, and we talked about this before the pod. I don't think they got him to win the champions league. I think they got him to win the premier league. I think, well, I think they obviously want to win the, the champions league. It's, it's, they want to make say. a run at it's it. It's stupid to say that they realize. Yeah. It's stupid to say that they like won't or can't, but like at the same time, like he is going to score a lot of goals in the premier league this year. And what do you need to win games goals? Obviously. So at that point, if he's putting you over the top and you know, like three, four games, maybe that's the difference between you winning and coming in third in the league. So I really, I really hope he comes in and just dominates. I think it's, I don't want to say it's like a good possibility, but I definitely, I can see yeah, just d- like to prove yeah, to lighting up the premier teams, league. As soon as he comes back, I could see it like to prove to the, to the Liverpool's, to the man cities, to the, to the uh, Chelsea's. Chelsea's that like you don't need to pay all these players this amount of money. You just need a Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. You need a goat, and then like they just crush them. Like I really hope that's what happens. So I, don't th- know, I think I, it'd be awesome. I think it's United and City battling for one two, and then Chelsea. I don't want to say at all like can't win the Premier League, but I think they're somewhere in that two three four in the mix. mix. So. 
Liverpool's probably a little bit behind those three, but I'd say it's a three-horse race. City, United, Chelsea to win the lead this year. So. Which the league just started. And West Ham is somehow leading the league, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that always happens in the, the first few weeks. I think once you get into like week six, week seven, you really start to dilute. The bad teams go towards the bottom, and the good teams float to the top. That's always what happens. And then by the time you get to week 20, you you usually know who wins by then, but I think this time it's more exciting because we have more competition now. Where it's like last year, it's like we knew in week twenty that Man City was gonna win. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it takes it takes the zest out of it because there's no like playoff, there's no postseason. It's just whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins. So I think making it more competitive is always a great thing. A lot to look forward to in that league. Yes, hundred percent, and I, and I'm happy that Very we can exciting. watch it, and that we have an outlet to watch it on. Not that we can't stream overseas soccer, but like in Premier League is on NBCSN, and we can actually watch it on TV every weekend, which I think is good. And I like that it's on earlier, so it doesn't get in the way of anything else. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that they have that I think that they've really pushed. Well, the especially League because well, of that, especially in the United States, like you, it's nine thirty and there's a soccer game on. It's like, all right, I just woke up and there's yeah, sports sure. on. Like, yeah, exactly. Up. And then with like football, we normally have to wait till one. Yeah, you're waiting. You're waiting half for the whole day. Exactly. And then you have it on Saturdays, Saturday mornings. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then yeah. you can watch college football in the afternoon. You know what I mean. And then when college basketball comes on, you got college basketball at night, but you got soccer in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is in the morning, so. Um, Mbapp- huge market. Mbappe might go to Real Madrid. It's not a done deal by any means, but it's sounding more and more likely by the day. Um, I wish that they would just come out and say it. Well, he he's he's going on a free next year. Like he's leaving next year, no matter what. So if he doesn't leave next year, why not sell him for 180 this year? Like they're in debt, like 150, 180, 200 million, somewhere in that ballpark. If you're if you're PSG, you have no reason not to take that right now. You'd be st- you'd be a stupid business not to take that. Yeah, because or you're just letting him for Messi. Obviously, it would it wouldn't make sense. But now it's like oh yeah, no, you're obviously trying to win this year. So like if you're if you're all dead set on like you know what we're gonna run it one year with Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar, and just see how it goes. And regardless, like we'll see if he leaves next year. He leaves next year. Like whatever. Like. You can do that, but at the same time, if you're trying to if you're trying to like be a smart business, there's no reason to let him go for free when you can get almost two hundred million from this year. Like, and then I think too, if that all falls through, you obviously want to keep him if you possibly can. If I'm PSG, I want to like as much as he wants to leave. If it doesn't work out for him, you obviously want to keep it together because it's a done deal that they're winning Champions yeah, League. Ridiculous like, amount of stars and star shit. power you in talk, one you area. You talk about a super team. They are a super team. I don't think there's anyone in the world that could say that oh, they're yeah. not. That matches up to that level of talent. Uh, no, it's it. They're they're. It's 14, ridiculous. 15 Barcelona. No. Like when when Messi, yeah. Suarez, oh, for Neymar. Real. Who who do they have in net? It was uh, Courtois. Was it Courtois? Or was it no? For who real? Barca- no Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, Ter Ter Stegen, right. Ter Stegen, who was like standing on his head most of those games, like they like that's what they rebuilt with PSG. Just instead of, instead of Suarez, you have Mbappe. I just don't see it. I don't see how PSG don't win the, the Champions League this year. Their team is just too stacked. It's way too good. It's just you got a star player at every position, and that doesn't always win. But at the same time, it should win. 
You got best. You got. And then Donnarumma in that. Yeah, you got you got the best player at basically every position that you could you could ask for. So at that point, I don't see, especially with the money you spent, you should win. I hope they don't, but they should. You hate them. I do. So who wins then, other than them? Who's who's second? Right well, now? it's it's United. Chelsea. It's well. He, I mean, he no, should, not no, Chelsea. He's, I was no, just, he's I, he's I actually say, uh, he's actually right. I'm gonna say PSG. <laughs> what PSG's one and, yeah. and PSG's yeah. two? Double PSG. Double PSG. There's one and two. Yeah, they're one, two, and three. So like, there's no. I honestly, Chelsea is is really up there. I think Chelsea built. I love Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea built a great squad, and I mean, they showed it last young year. Young too. Young. Two, two, two. coming in was just such a good pickup. It was so smart. Lampard was not getting the job done. As soon as Tuchel came in, it was just a complete shift in mindset and shift in gears. And it I was think bringing in bringing in Lampard was cool, but obviously they found out very quickly he was just not it. They they got rid of him at exactly the right time. They didn't hang on for him too long. They, it seemed like it, but they didn't hang on for him too long, and they didn't give up on him too quickly either. So it was like they gave him a chance to show what he's got, and it just wasn't for like it, it might not be him for like right now, but maybe in a couple of years, like it's it's a possibility. Obviously, if it's your first crack at it, you're not gonna. Well, the the other problem too was they spent a whole shitload of money, and they expected results. And I mean that's. That's European soccer. Throw money at it until it works. Yeah, literally. That's all it is. Uh, baseball? Let us. Oh, well, Rondo signing with the Lakers. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, I wasn't happy when they let him sign elsewhere after they won the championship. I just think he's a great guy to have on the team. He's still a very good player. Guy to have on the floor. He's Not a, a good relationship with Westbrook, though. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. They uh, hate each other. You haven't seen all the memes on Twitter? No. Oh, they're funny. Honestly, though, Le- I don't give a shit. LeBron just like gets them in the locker room and they all kiss. That's oh all, yeah, they're that's all. What I mean. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's gonna be a problem. Oh no, I'm not. It's funny. I'm not either. I just completely forgot about that. They're gonna be kumbaya, now. whatever. That's because at the end of the day, like it's all drama in the NBA. Yeah, Ron- Rondo will throw fake. a lob to Westbrook and. Yeah, yeah it's all good. fake. Everyone will be like, "Oh, yay, friends are done." Oh. They're gonna come out and be like, "Oh, well, you know, we just." We're two competitive guys, and sometimes that gets in the way. Like that's that's all they're gonna fucking say. So, does it move the needle at all? Does it? I mean, does it like already where it was? They just got older. Yeah, does yeah, it? They got a little older. Did it's the just, average age go up? <laughs> they add another guy that can handle the ball, which is good. Um, I don't think there was a need for him. No, I don't think there was a need for him either. But am I happy about the move? Are yeah, the I like just, it. The Lakers are just stockpiling. What are they doing? Oh. They want the oldest roster ever, I guess. I think <laughs> they that... want to win a championship with the oldest roster. I th- I think they don't. They they tried that like earlier in the decade though. They were so old in like 2013 yeah. when they had Steve Steve Nash. Nash oh, and he was like yeah. 500. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't with think they're Kobe. winning. I don't think they're winning the title this year. I just don't. I I, I can see it, but I just that one. Yeah, no, I can't. That one. That definitely wouldn't be my pick to start off the year. I don't think they're my pick. We'll either. see though. We'll see. It, it all comes down to how well they play with each other. Um, not no real breaking news on baseball, but no, I mean within the, the past, Yankees, yeah, Yankees winning streak was snapped. Yeah, um, which is within the past week, San Diego's moved out of that wild card spot. San Diego has played very badly recently. They have um, that eighteen or that sixteen inning game killed them too. 
I don't know if you oh, saw I, that. I did. And that's the Dodgers. It's getting to a point where every game matters now. It is. Um, the Reds have since moved up into that wild card spot. I love mean, the Reds. Yeah, I do too. I love the Reds. Um, they're about. A, I think they cost game up. Castellanos. Nick Castellanos, uh, Joey Votto's having a great year. Anytime that dude hits a home run, someone dies somewhere. There's <laughs> no, literally, it was, there was like something on, on like the, so there's like this Twitter account that I follow and it'll tell you like who home run, like, so it'll be like Nick Castellanos, like solo home run, like 10th of the year or whatever, right? They'll, they'll tweet that. So there literally was like a screen grab of like the Kabul airport thing and then Nick Castellanos homework right after that. Like, did you oh see, God. did you see the, so like the, it originally started because some announcer, on like the the Reds broadcast was like, I forgot. Oh, it was like they were in Kansas City, and he's like, "It's the home of the gays," and, and he picked it up on the oh, hot mic. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. It right? was like two, three years ago, and then um, and then he uh, he like ha- he got fired halfway through the broadcast. So he's like on the broadcast, he's like, "I'm sorry, this isn't me." Blah blah blah, and Tassianos comes up and he hits a home run, and the guy's like in the middle of his like apology, and he's like. And there's a drive to left field, and Castellanos hits a home run. <laughs> yeah, and ever I that. That and and ever since then, anytime he hits a home run, like something bad happens. Like he's like cursed almost, but I just think that's so well, that funny. That sucks because he hits a lot of home runs. Oh no, yeah. I know, but I think I think I think the Reds are going to be the second wild card. Yeah, it's looking like it at that point. San Diego just looks like shit. Apparently, the Dodgers have won 16 of 18 games and have gained on the Giants one and a half games. Yeah, that's what's like that's what's going on with the Yankees and Rays though, because Yankees and Rays are now, since the Yankees lost, both nine and one in their last ten games. In the time The Rays don't lose. They they win every single day. And, you know, if you look at it, um the amount of time that we gained um what, ten whatever games in the Red Sox, the Yankees gained, I think, a half game on the <laughs> yeah. Tampa Bay race. Yeah. <laughs> The Yankees went from being back like four or five games on the Red Sox to being up two or three. Yeah, and, and we, now they're still like dude, four and a half behind the Rays. They went on a thirteen-game winning streak, and they're they're five games back, and they were, I think they were four and a half games back like a week ago. So even with this, even with this winning streak, if the Sox win today and the Yankees lose, the Sox are one game behind. Yeah, it's it's very close. It's so, a lot of fun. Oakland is really the only other team that's challenging for that wild card spot, and if, if they're they're dipping right now. Yeah, if they're they're literally playing their worst ball at the worst time. They this season. are, and um, the Mariners are playing pretty well right now, and they're they've right, lost two out of three. They have. They they, they were, lost. Two I out know three they were the, recently yeah. just a game behind the uh, the A's. Look at their run differential. The Mariners. Is it good? It's negative. Oh ew! They're ten games over five. <laughs> There's ten games oh, over five hundred, and they have a negative forty something run differential. I, I mean, they're like a fun team. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna do anything. No. So realistically, Tampa wins the AL East, and we see a very heated Red Sox Yankees. That would game. be the that would be the first Red Sox wild card game too. That would like one game wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Well, yeah, normally they win the AL East when they make the playoffs. Normally yeah, they're like inten- a no, yeah. million and the one. The Yankees have been like the mainstay of the wild card. The Red Sox are the thing. worst team or they're top? The best team. Yes. Yeah. I, and then when they win the World Series, they always get last place I the year after. Do not, yes. I do not want to play the Yankees in a one-game wild card. I don't know if you think the same way about the Red Sox as the I Yankees I don't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I do not want to play the Yankees in a one-game I feel game. like you are dreading it, would dread it a lot more than I would. Um, the thing I see, well, so my, I see what worries me is Chris Sale. Um, yeah. If 
Mm-hmm. With him being back, he looked very good the other day. He looked good. He is a first-half pitcher. He has been his entire career. He puts up ridiculous numbers in the first half. Um, he finally did get his Cy Young that one year with the Red Sox where he finished the job and pitched very well in the second half, but still his first-half stats were ridiculous compared to his second-half ones. And he did not play in the first half this year. He's just coming back from an injury. So he's a one-half of the season That's player. his half. Yeah. His here, half. yeah, so here's the thing. He, he gets a good few weeks, month, you know, September, to really get into it again and, you know, come playoff time. Yeah. He could be at the top of his game. I don't. I don't want to go into the Bronx. If no. It, if you if don't. it's if it's in Fenway, you never want any team does not want to play a wild card one game wild card. No, against I the mean Yankees in the Bronx. You look at 2017. The Yankees pushed it to Game Seven. Um, they actually went to five games in Division Series too. So they they played the max amount of games that you could play. Um, while not going to the World Series, and they won every single home game. Uh, mm-hmm. that 2017 playoff run it's just that something about that ballpark man it's it's kind of scary it's a there. little league park it, dude. It, it's, no it's it's a little intimidating in there because when when the yankees fans get rowdy they're like throwing shit at you they like don't care they're just like our yankees like <laughs> new york is dude they're from the bronx they're 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 reckless they're just be. hey i mean i would that, rather, that rivalry i mean oh yeah it's you you're you're never you know boston fans could be just as rowdy yeah my oh, not I'm, to the point of throwing shit. I my think mom that's got exclusive. gum thrown in her hair at a Yankees Red Sox. Game really? Oh yeah. <laughs> the, especially when they play each other, it gets rowdy. I don't know about throwing shit at players and stuff. That's I think it happened this year. Verdugo got shit thrown at him in left field. Yeah, he did. I think I you could agree that. with me that that's probably exclusive to the Yankees throwing shit at players. I mean, the re- there's, oh come on, there's Philly. been there's been Red Sox. What? Games where Philly that does that? There's been shit thrown at every ballpark. I'm not Yankees fans suck. I'm not defending Yankees fans. I mean, I'm not saying you know, I'm not talking on a high horse here being a Boston fan. Boston fans suck. I, like, I was gonna say we're really good I'm at not some gonna, points. I'm not gonna say it. We're really yeah. good when the I teams mean, are winning. We're not gonna say it, but everyone knows uh, what what Boston fans are notorious like, for. What fan base is perfect? None. None. That's what I'm saying. Phil- the we, athletics. Yeah. <laughs> What? Can we just agree? They have no one there. Let's, <laughs> as Boston and New York, let's come to a middle ground. And can we just agree that Philly has the worst fans in the country? Oh yeah. In okay. terms of a collective as sport, yeah, they suck. They're so bad. I'm trying. And they, and they no, that's a, and, that's a great question. What is the worst fan base? Is it really Philly? It might be. It depends what you mean by worst, but like with the most if you asshole, least, least tolerable, worst, worst reputation. Astro, Astros fans are bad. Yes, I was I was looking at it though in collective sports. Give me okay, worst reputation Philly fans. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean a lot of people just say Boston or New York fans because that's the easy one, but Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, Cowboys Cow- fans are bad. Those, yeah, they, okay, that I can say the worst. But Phillies fans might, or uh, Eagles fans might be worse. I well, a lot of people would actually say Patriots fans, but I would say Giants. fans. I would not say Patriots. People fans. say Patriots fans because of they're just like, oh, I you were gifted a dynasty. It's I like, sorry, I that's my fault. And Antonio, this is not directed towards you at all whatsoever. I hate Giants fans. You guys win a game, and it's literally like you won the fucking Super Bowl. Everyone's like, oh. Oh my! It's like that. It's like the lights go out. Everyone, every, everyone is just up in arms, died. and it's the most exciting thing they've ever seen. It's week two against Washington, and you won a football game. It's it's not the so, Super It's Bowl. because we like with the Giants. You have no idea. Every year, it's like you could. We've it's seen. A crap shoot. We've seen the miracle before, so we're like, wow. 
Well, yeah, no, you, good. You'd, but the thing is, you guys have seen a shooting star, and you're like, wow, I'll never see one of those again. And then right behind it was another shooting star. Yeah. Like, how, you guys have, you guys have Crazy one, you guys happens. have one and one recently. So you guys shouldn't be like a poverty franchise. No. And yet you guys act like you're a poverty franchise. You guys act like you're the Lions. Like when Lions fans wins a, win a game, they should be excited. They should be happy. They should like they should celebrate that. You guys are the New York Giants. Like you shouldn't be like accepting five and eleven or four and twelve or hey, six and ten. God, I don't. So if you look at it in a collective sport, there's only a few places that have like multiple. Like you look at L.A., Philly. He's Boston, no, he's he's definitely right. Philly fans are the worst. Out of those four, Philly fans are the worst. I'd say it probably goes Phillies, New York, Boston, L.A. L.A. might be the best. I mean, L.A. fans don't care. It's like they're just there to get drunk and like, yeah, they don't it's really nice care. outside. Yeah. Uh, Dodger fans are bad. Well, yeah, there was a Dodger fan that almost killed a Giants fan. That, that well, yeah, Dodd like exclusively Dodgers fans. Like for, they're the best. For but team Dodger fans are bad. For team fan bases, Dodgers are probably up there for having the worst fans. If we're not talking city wise, because I mean, there's you know, who cares about Islanders fans? You know, can we talk about how about? <laughs> oh, they suck though. Don't get me started on that. Rangers <laughs> fans are worse. Don't no. Don't, don't talk shit about my no. Islanders. No, we're not. The Islanders are my baby. You're gonna get me riled up. Can we talk about how bad the Cubs have been since the trade deadline? <laughs> yeah, they've just kind of thrown in the towel. They, the Cubs are bad. No, they literally have lost like 28 of like 36. It's because they, hey, they got their one. I was going to say that they won their World Series. I mean, they're good for another 100 years. Do you understand trading all those pieces at the deadline? Or would you have tried to hold on? And Are Chicago fans bad? We don't really hear about them. No, they're not the not worst. Really, yeah, not um, really. Bears fans? Uh, eh. It would probably be them. But I feel like they're kind of like, just like everybody else. They want their team to be well, good. Rizzo is going to be a free agent. Um, if there wasn't contract things going on with this team, I would see no reason why to blow up everything and not try to make some moves in the offseason. Because there's still, obviously still it was a talented core. Um, it, it was definitely strange to see. It was strange that they did it in the middle of the year and they just yeah. gave up Rizzo to the Yankees like that. They, they definitely didn't want to trade anyone that was like to their division or like that was going to like come back and haunt them. So the Yankees though. Yeah. I mean, at that, at that point where the Cubs tear, like go to the Yankees. (laughs) Like, well, I mean, yeah, to be honest, if they waited to the off season, Rizzo probably would have signed with the Yankees. And they would have given them fucking, you know, a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Mets have also collapsed. They suck. They're so bad. You, you were, I was very high on the Mets. You were so high on the Mets. If Jake DeGrom's healthy, if Jake Trader Rams healthy, it's a different story. Somewhat. Well, not, over not the complete. past few months, or if he comes back. No, no, no. Like, if, yeah, if no, he I never got hurt. They're, they're done. I don't think he's coming back. No, oh, yeah. at this point, you don't bring him back. No. Absolutely not. They they would have to go on, like, like a 14 in, like, one stretch to have a shot at getting Atlanta. Yeah, they're down. Yeah, just to even have a shot. They're down, what, six games on them right yeah, now? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They're down seven and a half games to them? Yeah, they're under 500. They're a losing baseball team now. I didn't think it was that bad. It's that bad. Talk about a collapse. Well, they can't hit. No, they can't. <laughs> I've never seen a team. I literally have never seen a team get as... They don't even get like that many runners on base. But anytime they have a runner on base, they are never brought home. What happened to Not uh, ever. Lindor. And it's been like that for the past year five year years. Who? Lindor. He's been kind of he's been, hurt here and there. He's been kind of bad. He's been kind of bad. But he's been hurt, though. And and they traded he for... Start, yeah, he started off terrible. Um, 
he got high. He finally started hitting. Then he got hurt. He's one and of those that back. got the bag and just sucked. And then by they trade for Baez, and Baez has been bad. So it's like your two big moves this offseason really didn't work out. No. Pete Alonso is the only person that drives in runs on that team. That's crazy. He's a guy that I could see going to like the Yankees or the Red Sox. Like Alonzo? Yeah. He feels like a mount. He just feels like a mount. He loves the Mets. There's always those guys on those like I mean, I'm not saying that the Mets are a smaller team, but like all other teams besides the Red Sox and Yankees, you see those guys that are just like studs. Like Giancarlo Stan's a perfect example. Just a stud down in Miami. And then the Yankees are like He's hot. Come here. He the Yankees is are like, come hot. here. Come on. Yeah. They say they did I mean they kind of did the same thing to Lindor cuz the Mets were trying to play Yankees but they were, they were just sitting there like come here. What are you doing in Cleveland? Come here. Stanton has been extremely in the flames lately. I think it's cuz he's playing the field. I, I really do it. it. It's 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 like uh, you know, when Damon went to the Yankees, Mookie Betts goes from the Red Sox to the Dodgers. I could so see like Tatis Jr going to like the Yankees, Red Sox or Dodgers. Yeah, I mean they they have the most money. How good so. is that? How good is baseball? Baseball's great. I love baseball. That it's just it's like they baby. just do that. Um, what was I saying? What, what did Stan? I just say? Oh yeah, I I honestly think it's because he's playing the field and he's he's expressed that he wants to play the field and that you know it keeps him in the game more. What's I mean, your what do you like? You sit around the entire yeah the whole game. You bat four times. Just eating sunflower seeds. Can you yeah? Out. Can you get sick of that at some point? I'm sure. What's, I could only eat so much. Judge has also been drinking I... lately too. Go ahead. What's your biggest worry with this Yankees team right now? Um, I know you don't have many after they just won twelve. No, yeah, I understand. It's hard to pick them out at this point, but um, just that the offense regresses anywhere near what it was before. If we start going back to only being content with hitting home runs. They're they're hitting a lot of home runs right now, but they're just getting on base. Guys like Judge are starting to. Um, his batting average has gone up. Still, like I've never 15 seen him hit a points single. over this like winning streak. He was batting two seventy something, I believe, when it started, like two seventy eight. He's at never two ninety five now. Mm-hmm. What happened? I still have never seen him hit a single. <laughs> he loves home runs. No, he does. I I I think. I, think, I, I would, yeah. I'd I be, think I agree with you, but I really think my biggest worry, looking from the outside, is your your bullpen needs. I, to... I was about to say the bullpen is. There's some guys lately that have really come up and shown that maybe they can get the big outs. Um. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree though. Chapman, because sh- these these guys aren't established. Chapman, Chapman's has been, been very a shaky. mess. Very never, shaky. never put him in. I, that would just be my – that's the only thing. All I'm saying is if it is Red Sox-Yankees and we're down one run in the ninth it's, inning – Oh, my God. And, Chapman you bring, comes up. and you bring Chapman in, we won the game. Here's, here, I will yeah. live bet the Red Sox. <laughs> he, he, I don't think – he does so not bad. pitch well against the Red Sox historically either. Um, I, I'll never forget that Devers home run from when he was – yep. they blew that we were one in, game. Uh, we were on vacation together in um, Chantroon. Yeah. That that's literally what I do. You remember oh, watching it? Or oh no? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was the night, it was three to two in the ninth inning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he always does that. He's become it's become a reputation for him, which sucks because it's like the Clayton Kershaw thing, where once it becomes a reputation and people know you for it. It's same thing with the Lamar Jackson thing with the Ravens. Once they put light to it and that's all they care about, it becomes a curse. Mm-hmm. The media makes it a curse. It's not it's not a curse until everyone figures it out and goes. You suck when your team has a lead. You're in. You're the closer, so you're supposed to close games, and you never close games. You suck. Now it's just like, oh fuck. I don't right. know that Chapman figures it out. Honestly, I don't know either. Um, 
Another thing, though, like it's weird though because if Sale pitches in that wild card game, um, well, I'm not- Sale always pitches very good against the Yankees. But the Yankees normally win those games because the Red Sox decide not to give Sale any, any run runs support. when they pitch when he pitches against the Yankees. I want no part of our bullpen coming in either, though. I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying like our bullpen is good either. Like if you get into our bullpen, yeah, oh yeah, we, both of our both of our bullpens are very similar at the moment. We have our stars that we're confident in, and then there is just there's some like guys two, that there's like two to three guys in the bullpen I actually trust. Like I. I kind of trust Josh Adams. I definitely trust Garrett Whitlock. I kind of trust Adam Adovino. But then it's like Matt Barnes has been really shaky yeah, lately. Yeah, he's been like Chapman lately where you bring him in and it's like almost every time he's getting hit up. Robles was terrible and has been terrible lately. Sour Mora just always gives up a run when he comes in. Like it's it's kind of It's kind of a – it's going to be a – Obviously, a pitcher's duel, but it's going to be whoever. Like, I feel like it's going to be whatever starter can go longer. Just who, I think whatever bullpen it gets to first is going to give like give it up. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I I would just kind of hope that guys like Chad Green um can clutch up. Britain, um, Ugh. he's he's got to work on some stuff. But I, it's going to be which yeah which starter cracks first, like what you said. It's a staring match. Very true. I think uh, I think nine. I think like. Maybe six out of ten times, Garrett Cole wins that. So yeah, well, th- all right. What's the betting line in that game? So it's in Yankee Stadium, Garrett Cole versus Sale. I think the Yankees are slight favorites, mm-hmm. like barely, like barely, like slightly yeah. the favorite in that game. So then, if it's in Boston, obviously the Red Sox would probably be favored. Do you say that they're a bigger favorite? I think the Red Sox at home are a bigger favorite than the Yankees at home. I agree. Even with Chris Sale missing mm-hmm. all those games, I think yes, I think you're gonna see. Oh, that's I mean, for a pitcher, if you do come back 100 percent healthy, that's almost an advantage. Missing I th- all yeah, that time. I think you're gonna see a very hungry Chris Sale over the next four or five weeks up until his one game playoff debutant. He loves getting like eight or nine strikeouts and just. Oh yeah, no, he just and then he gets mad too. Like he'll strike someone out and walk off the mound, and he'll just like he just almost de- like he's just a, angry after. Almost like a. Uh, uh, Tom Brady type. Yeah. Or uh I'm blanking on his name. Guy who went to the Dodgers from Washington. Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer. Scherzer, Scherzer yeah. and Turner. It's a Scherzer type where he's just like pitches are just like sociopaths. And he's pitching very well since he got over the Dodgers. I since mean, since starting with the Dodgers, he's got a sub. We've one been we've been error. saying this for almost a month now, or maybe a little bit longer. Giants Dodgers is going to be a, a great first round series. And he's got the whole like alpha male thing going on. Like, don't fucking touch me. That's going five. That's the easiest bet in the world. That series going five. It's God damn it. Yeah. That's a th- that series is a thousand percent going five games. I I don't see any other way. There should be a fan vote to like say, hey, if this series happens, MLB, that's gonna be the one and only ALDS that can be a seven game series. Mm-hmm. That would be great, actually. Imagine the fans would be like, "Yeah, you guys are playing seven, yeah. not playing five. <laughs> but like, no, we they, we decide that after the five games, the Giants start celebrating. They're like, "Yeah," and then they're, they're like, like, "No, you're not playing two more." <laughs> they're like, whoa, "You got whoa. game six tomorrow. <laughs> Pack your bags and go to L.A." And that's what I like too about playoff baseball. It's like back to back. Oh yeah, it's like you get to find out the next day what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like freaking. Right. I it's hate not, that. It's NBA. not basketball. Yeah, basketball. It's like all right. the... F- the finals is on Wednesday. It's like now you don't wait till Sunday for the next game. It's like, what are we doing in between? Like, nothing. Like, and then especially when it's and then I, then like that hockey time. playoffs will go every other day. Yeah, it's every other day, and then when it gets later, uh, like second, third round, 
They take when so they have to travel. They why take is two days. basketball having more rest time in between playoff games than hockey? Because they're basketball players and they're the biggest divas in the world. Yes. Yeah. That's all it is. They they because they, they, they make hundreds of millions of dollars. They a year. out of <laughs> any of the sports groups are the least like. I, I hate listening to basketball. Oh, players. I do too. It is it is the worst. Them complaining about the load management thing and everything like that. Them like, just complaining. You have no idea. Like it's like football. We get it because it's week by week, and you go and you beat the shit out of yourself for sixty minutes, and then it's like basketball. Well, you got to think about hockey. So hockey and basketball are like the same schedule, right? Like they yeah, play, yeah. They same play, amount of games. They, they play the exact same amount of games. Okay, at same that, playoff layout. At, at that point, you're you're a basketball player playing three games a week. You got a night off in between most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. There's back to backs in hockey. There's a season. There's there's teams. So there's teams that play back to back in hockey. You get your shit knocked. There's around. times you play four games in five days. You get your shit knocked around, and then you're going to you're going to fly halfway across the country after. Whereas, what's the worst thing that happens to you in a basketball game? You hit your head. The uh, like you you get you get a bump on your knee. You get elbowed. Yeah, you know? like half of the time it's just headaches from yelling at refs. I feel like that's all they get. That's what I would get. I cannot stand watching regular season basketball because all it is is just a foul and a free throw shooting contest. There needs to be just a massive change. Or there needs to be massive reform. They're they're in the trying way to get rid of that jumping into the uh, the whole foul thing. That's great, but if I touch you, if I literally just touch you on the arm, it's not a foul. I'm sorry, it's oh, not. And we got to get into this whole taunting thing in the NFL. That's terrible. That's going to be so annoying. So you can't even make a gesture towards anybody. That's the rule now. So, like, if you if if there's any sort of je- so, like, you know, Tyreek Hill p- throws up the peace sign. That's a 15 yard penalty. If you're in the end zone and like you, right after a touchdown and like you like you know point at someone on the defend d- defending team or like 15. you look at them 15 yards. That's, like, if they if they go hardcore with that all year, it's gonna be so annoying. Well, it's a point of emphasis, and anytime that they they make it a point of emphasis, it always is like call. Which is like the the pass interference thing is already annoying enough. You already know it's going to cause one team to lose week one. I can tell you that the right Saints. now. Uh, it could be anybody, but literally someone it's someone's going to score. Saints. Someone's going to score with like fifty seconds left, and they're going to taunt the other team. The Saints are going to be like one game away from a playoff spot. It's going to be because of that. And Jameis is going to taunt somebody. Oh my god! And it's going to be because of that. We didn't really talk about Jameis enough. Do we think like? It's gonna work out, or it's gonna be bad. I think it'll work or, out. They're still an eight. Nine. I don't think they're a blockbuster team by any means, but I think for him personally, it's gonna work out. Eight nine, win team, not a playoff team. No, and I don't think. I I uh, think the main thing is gonna be he doesn't throw interceptions. So I think it. Those NFC South teams that aren't um. The Buccaneers honestly could all just kind of be hanging around seven, seven eight, eight wins. wins. Yeah. I mean, I James. do think it works out, but obviously, in terms of the team and what their expectations are, probably not. They're probably going to fall short, but I think Jameis will work out for him. I definitely could say that. That's all I got. So they got to buy into it. I don't. I, I'm not a believer in the Saints, but I definitely could see Jameis coming in, at least giving them some momentum to start the season. Maybe they're. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Taysom hot Hill. for a little bit, you know. I don't but. think it's Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, but he's not a quarterback. Taysom, think, Hill, Taysom, Hill is not a starting, Taysom Hill is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, he's not. He's a tight end at best. He's a offensive weapon. That's how I would I like how they. Taysom I like Hill. how they maneuvered him in and out when Breeze was there. 
But it's not going to be the same with Jameis. It's not going to be the same, but I think they're going to try to do the same thing. Yeah, they definitely will. Because they, they don't, have, like I said, they don't have anyone else to throw to. So at that point, why not throw Taysom Hill the ball five or six times and see what he didn't do? They're going to do that cute old thing where they put Jameis out wide and Taysom comes in, takes a snap. That cute old yeah, thing. Like, holy, sh- <laughs> holy shit, dude! You're wow, confusing we've never the seen, entire. Yeah, defense. we've never seen this one before. It's so cute. Like I don't even. I, I mean, I know you have to, but I don't even know why you would line up someone against the opposing quarterback. Like, what is he going to do? Catch it and run for five yards? Like, ooh. I, like, I dare you. Like, no, no, no. I dare you to throw it to Jameis. I dare you. Right? Like, like if I'm on, if I'm on offense or on defense and they line it up, like, and I'm supposed to be covering him, I'm like, no. I'm going to go double Alvin Kamara. I'm going to go double Michael Thomas. I'm going to play over the top. Yeah, throw it, throw it to Jameis and see what happens. He's but, just gonna like, fumble the ball. No, let's let's see him let's see him run this five yard hitch and you actually throw it to him. <laughs> like what the fuck? Uh, let's see him run her out. He's not gonna run her out. No shot. He's not gonna get off the line of scrimmage. Uh, um, <laughs> it was the same thing that they tried to do with uh, with uh, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts that that's what they were gonna do. Yeah, the dual quarterback system, which never works out, no. and you can't run because <laughs> it's the NFL and so stupid. Uh, do we have any other hot pressing issues before we? No, sign I off? did think about though when we when we got off of football. I thought about the uh, immaculate streak that the Ravens are on. Twenty season, twenty preseason games in a row. The they have lost Ravens since twenty fifteen. That was the last time they lost a preseason. Does, does John Harbaugh like? I did not know that. Like, yeah, does no. John there's Har- got to be something. John Harbaugh makes like fifty million every preseason win or it's something. E- it's either his core beliefs or that if you win the preseason. It's good momentum into the season. That's got to be what it is. Either that or they slipped it in his contract. <laughs> that's that's five seasons of winning every game in the preseason. I know preseason football doesn't matter, but that's ridiculous. It's a cool stat. He's not buying it. He doesn't care. No, it's a cool stat. <laughs> like, what? what is it, though? I don't know. A cool stat. What's the... It's interesting. Like, what... No, I'm saying, like, from, from John Harbaugh, what is, like, the fascination with winning a preseason game probably thinks it's fun i mean a win's at, a win at, at, at probably at, he probably didn't like know about a streak at one point and then like once it got to like nine someone probably told him he was like was hey i like years. this well no it, i mean if you go if you go two or three preseasons in a row without losing a football game and then like it becomes prevalent it's like you would think like oh eventually we're gonna lose one they've literally gone five seasons without losing a preseason game like that's like if they come out this year and go like 14 and three then I'm like, okay, well, I guess. Well, I don't think I don't think the preseason's the reason for that, but no, it, but I think it, it it's got the only thing I can think of that it possibly is that John Harbaugh just loves it and he thinks it's momentum into the season. I guess Moment. It's just weird. It's just it's it very make, weird. It doesn't make strange. sense. It's like one of those things that you don't realize it's happening until now. Literally, like I had no idea until this season that they had a streak going into the preseason. They won all three. And then and then they won all three. Like that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, it's a crazy stat. All right, I think we're. Uh, Don't look at me like that. <laughs> then we're done here. Are we done here? We must be done here. Antonio has the final say around here, so. It's almost right. bad time for Antonio. All right, ladies and germs. <laughs> Hope maybe the next time we on. talk. Yeah, there's the Yankees game on. Antonio started to lay in the chair. Oh yeah, <laughs> my recliner. Oh, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. What, what do we think? Jake Paul wins. Easy. Jake Paul wins. Ah, uh, sure, Jake Paul wins. All right. Don't say it. Don't say, just say Tyron Woodley. Because if we all say Jake Paul, then Tyron Woodley's gonna win.
Do you I have money? Okay, no, no, I'll no. say it because no. I don't give a shit. Tyron Woodley's. Thank you. No, I, I did see Tyron Woodley first Woodley. round KO was like plus fourteen hundred. Let's go, Tyron. Like, there's. I just, I just know anytime, anytime we all say it, it's a, it never happens. So. Well, here, like my whole theory behind that is like Jake Paul. This is all a catapult into him actually becoming a professional boxer. Eh. And the thing is, like, it's so set up and so scripted that. The minute he loses, it loses all credibility. Yeah. This the minute Jake Paul loses, like a, one of these silly little boxing fights, he's done. Yeah, it doesn't matter. At so that he point. has to win. I agree. And I thought it was last night, not tonight. Oh. <laughs> Adios, right, ladies and germs. Next time we talk, hopefully, football is right around the corner. Later.